So, Marka, I understand that before coming to Toronto, you were a concertmaster of both the Jacksonville and Columbus Symphony. Is that right? Uh, in Jacksonville, I was concertmaster, and in Columbus, I was assistant, just like I am here. So, third chair, yes. So, within the third chair duties, you're obviously um, there behind Jonathan Crow and their associate concertmaster, but we see you up front quite a bit. How does that work for you? Well, it's uh, you're the eternal kind of standby guy. If anything happens to somebody ahead of you, you just uh, you get prepared to move up and to play sometimes a different part or uh, to pitch in on solos or whatever. You have to be prepared. You actually sort of learn the part of the person that is sitting ahead of you if they have solos and you're just prepared to step in at any time. Have you ever had any experiences where you'd uh, had that solo in the back burner and all of a sudden you're called up to play it? Well, uh, one time, uh, the concertmaster uh, of the time, this is about 15 years ago, uh, we were playing a burial piece, um, very difficult burial piece, and there was a massive, massive concertmaster solo that lasted a whole page. And he actually called me the night before to let me know that he wasn't coming the next morning for rehearsal. So I ended up, I stayed up all night and I learned the solo. And then I did it at the rehearsal, and then he actually came back on time for the next rehearsal in the concert. So I didn't actually get to perform it, but I had to cover it at the rehearsal, and that's just the same. So I know from firsthand experience after uh, these intense rehearsals blowing off some steam, there's a squash game in the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. Is that right? Yeah, we do try. Uh, there's a few of us that play squash and, and actually try to do it two, three times a week as a, the main form of exercise. And it's, uh, I think it's all very, very good for us, both mentally and physically. I think I'm in better shape than I've been in years. And it's, it's, it's a great game. It's actually good for musicians because as long as you take care of not putting your hands in the way of danger and rackets and stuff like that, and it, there's, it's not a big injury kind of sport. So you can, uh, you can enjoy yourself and not get hurt. So I hear Peter Ungen also plays. Did you let him win? Uh, Peter's knees forbid him from actually really playing, but he, I, I've heard that he's, he was a really good squash player. I've never had the, uh, the pleasure of playing with him. So speaking of Peter Ungen, on tour several times we've uh, gone to Montreal where Peter would introduce a piece or talk about the context of the concert in English, and you were given the duties of translation, and, and all of us in the orchestra got a great big kick out of that. What was it like for you? Well, this is one of those you asked about, you know, covering solos before. This is essentially what happened with Peter. One day we were on tour going to Ottawa and Montreal. We do that every year. And this was uh, when we started doing this. And about 15 minutes before the concert, he said, oh, by the way, I'd like you to be on stage with me tonight and do some uh, speaking in French. I said, what do you want me to speak about? He says, I don't know, whatever you feel like it. So um, I just stepped on and we did this little routine where he would say something in English and I would sort of say it back in French and it got to be like kind of a comedy act for some strange reason. The public really liked it. So we kept it up for the next three years. And the funny thing about that is that especially in Montreal where uh, that's where I'm from actually and uh, there's a, a there used to be because he's retired now a very cantankerous critic for La Presse. And uh, he came to, of course, our concerts and uh, critiqued our little speech at the beginning and actually said it was the best part of the concert, which is never what you want to happen. Were you more nervous for the speaking or for the playing at that point? Oh, I think definitely the speaking. I mean, this is uh, a family and friends kind of thing happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, sort of, you know, when you return on your home turf. Marc-Andre, anything coming up in the latter part of the season that you're particularly excited about? Well, as a matter of fact, I, I always like uh, Carmina Burana. It's one of my, it's one of the greatest pieces in the repertoire. It's one of those, you know, 20th century classics that's really, 
you can talk about it almost like, uh, maybe not like a Beethoven symphony, but it's one of those pieces that everybody knows. It also happens to incorporate the uh, Toronto Children's Chorus, which is near and dear to my heart since my daughter spent many years singing and became head chorister of that of that ensemble. So uh, it's always nice. It brings back so many beautiful memories when I, when I see the kids upstage and they sound so good. Well, we'll certainly look forward to that Carmina with you on stage for sure. Thanks so much, Marc-Andre. Thank you so much for having me.